Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, are the Titans broke? How much salary cap space do they have? How can they create enough money to be players in free agency? I'm going to break it all down for you. Also, the Titans have needs on the offensive side of the ball. We're going to play a little game called draft, free agency, or both, and talk about how they address those needs. And finally, the Titans are changing to a turf field. Does this mean less injuries? All of that and more on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, we are breaking down the Titans salary cap situation to kick off today's show. Before we get into it, do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Football GM app. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Then this game is definitely for you to download the game. Just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in your app stores. My listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when you use the promo code locked on in all caps in the game store. Thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day, Monday through Friday. Tennessee Titans content all year round and always for free. Make sure you get subscribed and stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast. It is day three of the off-season roadmap week. We talked about cut candidates. We talked about in-house free agents. Now I want to break down the salary cap, talk about offensive needs as well. We're going to be talking defensive needs tomorrow. Make sure that you stay tuned in to the Locked On Titans podcast for all that. And if you missed an episode earlier this week, go back and check that out. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, nearly 25 years as a Tennessee Titans fanatic and a certified film junkie. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. Check out the show Facebook page at Locked On Titans Pod. And as of today, the Locked On Titans Instagram account where I'm going to be posting videos, clips, and some of the film work as well. That's at Locked underscore on underscore Titans on Instagram. But with that being said, let's dive into the Tennessee Titans salary cap situation. So right now, right now, the salary cap for this season is set at $224.8 million. As things sit right now, the Titans have negative $23 million in salary cap space. They are $23 million over the cap. And look, that sounds terrible. And it's not great. It's truly not great. The Titans rank very low in the NFL in terms of salary cap space as things stand right now. But I'm going to tell you guys, there is a path here for the Titans to carve out quite a bit of cap space depending on what they want to do. We talked about some of these moves on Monday show, the first show of the week, and let's break that down. So, the Titans right now sit at a minus $23 million in cap space. We talked about Taylor Lewan being an easy cut for the Titans. No dead money, has only played 20 games in the last three years. A guy who he himself has said the Titans are probably going to cut him. You cut Taylor Lewan, 
that saves you $15 million. So now you're down to negative $8 million in salary cap. We talked about Robert Woods, who you can cut for only $2 million of dead space and get $12 million in savings. Those two moves seem like absolute locks for the Titans. So that right there is $27 million in savings with Lawan and Woods. Now you're back up to $4 million in cap space. You're back on the good side of cap space, but $4 million isn't going to get you very far in NFL free agency. So how do they carve out even more? Well, number one, as I mentioned, I think Bud Dupree is a guy who needs to be cut. That's going to save you $9 million right there. Yeah, you were at $4 million after Lawan and Woods. Now you get yourself to $13 million with Bud Dupree. Another $9 million you can save by cutting Zach Cunningham. So now you go from $13 to $22 million. You cut Randy Bullock. That's $2 million in savings. And now all of a sudden, the Titans go from $23 million in the hole to $24 million in cap space. You add in Jamarco Jones, which you can save a million dollars on. Now you're up to $25 million in cap space. And look, guys, I mentioned yesterday when I talked about in-house free agents, how the way that teams do contracts is they give high bonuses and it allows them to keep the salary very low in year one. So you may give a three-year $21 million deal to Nate Davis, but his salary cap hit isn't going to be $7 million in year one. It'll be like three and a half to four million because of the way the contract is structured. So right there, cutting Lawan, cutting Woods, cutting Dupree, cutting Cunningham, cutting Bullock, um, cutting Jamarco Jones, you're getting to $25 million in cap space. And doesn't that sound a whole lot better than being $23 million in the hole? And it's crazy to think about, but the Titans can quickly flip that and have some money to play with to not only bring back Nate Davis, David Long, but also go out and sign an offensive lineman in free agency. Maybe add a wide receiver, a veteran wide receiver in free agency with the same method of giving them bonus money to keep their year one salary cap hit low. So right there, just those moves, you go from negative 23 to 25 million of room to play with. Now, we do have to mention the big swing that the Titans could take. and. If they happen to trade or cut Ryan Tannehill, I mean, now you're going from $25 million in cap space all the way to 18. Add that on. You're talking about $43 million in cap space for the Titans if they cut Ryan Tannehill or trade Ryan Tannehill as well. So all it would take, I mean, that's a lot of moves and you're cutting a lot of veteran players there. But I don't think any of these moves that we just talked about with Lawan, Woods, Dupree, Cunningham, Bullock, uh, Jones, I, I don't think any of those are disaster moves, quite frankly. So to me, even if the Titans don't cut Ryan Tannehill and save his $18 million, that's a good amount of savings right there. Now, a different way to look at it, I talked about maybe doing Bud Dupree as a post-June 1st cut which would then give him $17 million in cap space after June the 1st. But what if they make Bud Dupree a post-June 1st salary cut? They get that $17 million after June the 1st, but they also do cut or trade Ryan Tannehill. They're going to be up to $33 million in cap space during free agency. And that is 
a pretty good amount of money to play with. That's a $50 million swing for the Titans. And Titan, the Tiger says in here, are there any contracts left to adjust where you basically convert salary into bonus money, helps you get the cap hit down for one season? I got to tell you, Titan, the Tiger, and everybody listening, I don't think the Titans need to do that right now. That is a move that teams that are competing for a Super Bowl do to try to make things work. And the reason that Ryan Tannehill's contract is hurting the Titans so bad is because they restructured Ryan Tannehill's contract to fit in Julio Jones after the Julio Jones trade. So for me, that's kicking the can down the road financially when you restructure contracts. You're giving players some of their salary money as a bonus up front, allowing you to bring their salary cap hit down. But when you convert salary to bonus money, that bonus money is spread out over the rest of their contract. So you're making a player cheaper in one year, but you're making them even more expensive to have or get rid of later on. So the reason that Ryan Tannehill has hurt the Titans so much contract-wise is because they did a massive restructure with Tannehill to fit in Julio Jones. So I'm no longer wanting to kick the can down the road and do restructures and things like that. That's not where the Titans are at as a team, in my opinion. So a recap for you guys, the Titans can easily go from negative $23 million in salary cap space with cutting Lawan, cutting Woods, cutting Dupree, cutting Cunningham, cutting Bullock, and cutting Jamarco Jones. Now they're all the way to $25 million in plus cap space which gives them some ability to re-sign a few guys and make some additions in free agency. So that's where the Titans' salary cap situation is right now. Wanted to break that down for you guys. Before we talk about the team needs on the offensive side of the ball and how the Titans should address those needs, we're going to play my favorite offseason game, draft, free agency, or both here in just a moment. But before we get into that, do want to tell you guys a little more about today's sponsor, the Ultimate Football GM app, guys. It's like you are managing your entire football franchise. You can hire coaches, fire coaches, hire coordinators, trade players, make free agent signings, manage your cap. You can do the draft. You can set your schemes. You can set your preferences for your team. It's challenging. It's realistic. It's the Ultimate Football GM app. It's free. You can play it offline. You can play it on the go as you want, wherever you want. And my favorite thing is you can actually create a league with all of your friends and battle it out to see who can manage their franchise the best. We're doing a league right now with all of the Locked On NFL hosts. It's a great time. A little smack talk, a little bragging rights, stuff like that. And with the offseason right around the corner, it's a great way to pass time until football season comes back again. Right now, Locked On Titans listeners can get a 100% free boost To their franchise, all you got to do is go within the Ultimate Football GM app. They got a game store in there. Type in the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps. Once again, that's LOCKEDON in all caps. And you're going to get a free 100% boost to your franchise. Download the game right now. Go to ultimategm.com or just look it up in your app store, the Ultimate Football GM app. That's ultimate-gm.com, the Ultimate Football GM app. Start your dynasty today. (music) 
Titans fans, we are going to continue today's show. We are going to talk offensive team needs for the Titans. I'm going to go position by position and break down how the Titans should address the need at each position, whether it be draft, free agency, or both. As you guys are listening in the comments, write how you would address the team needs at each position on offense as we go through them. Before we get into them, do want to respond to a good question. Uh, Arnold Garza says, what if Ben Jones retires? By my calculation, that would save the Titans about $4 million in cap space. So if you add that in, we're looking at about $30 million in cap space for the Titans if Ben Jones does ultimately retire and they make all the moves as I have them laid out for you guys. So just wanted to get on that. But before we dive into offensive team needs, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round on all platforms and always free. I'm never going to ask you guys for money to check out the show. So in return, if you would, throw a thumbs up on the video. Get subscribed. Stay subscribed. I appreciate all of the support. At the end of the show, the Titans got new turf, or they're adding turf to the stadium. We're going to break down what Mike Vrabel had to say about that, whether that should help the Titans with injuries, so make sure you stick around for that as well. But going into these team needs, quarterback position. Regardless of whether the Titans cut Ryan Tannehill, trade Ryan Tannehill, if they go that route, which is not what I think will happen, I think they keep Ryan Tannehill ultimately, but regardless of what happens with Ryan Tannehill, draft or nothing. Don't spend free agent money on a quarterback. I mean, if Tom Brady wants to come for 10 million bucks or something, then sure. But they don't need to go out there and pay Derek Carr or give Tom Brady some huge deal or anything like that. If the Titans want to add a quarterback, then draft one. Whether that be Anthony Richardson at pick 11, whether that be trading up into the top five to get one of the guys that you really like. Get one in the draft. If not, if not, roll with Malik Willis and Josh Dobbs, or like I think is going to happen, just keep Tannehill around. So for me, draft, free agency, or both. At quarterback, it's simple. Draft is the only answer. There's no reason to spend free agent money at quarterback. Uh, For running back, to me, this is a simple one. Again, just like quarterback, draft only at running back. Look, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm in favor. This is a really, really good running back class. A really good running back class. And a guy like Jameer Gibbs. There's a guy like Sean Carter from Syracuse. Um, There's another guy I was just thinking about, I believe, out of Oklahoma. Scat back type guy. Can't believe I didn't put it down in my notes because I was writing it right before. But my point is there are different types of running backs you can get in this draft. And rather than spending $2 million on Dontrell Hilliard, I would rather draft a scat back, a satellite back, a passing down back in the fourth or fifth round in this draft. That would be a much better option to me every single year. Every single year. There are good running backs that are taken in late rounds. Okay? So, to me, if the Titans want to add a running back, whether it be somebody in an early round like a Jameer Gibbs, and you want to kind of groom a replacement for Derrick Henry who can also complement Derrick Henry, then I'm cool with that, but they don't need to spend any free agency money whatsoever at running back when you have Derrick Henry's contract on the books and you can get good running backs who can come in and contribute late in the draft. There's no justification for spending free agent money on running back. It just doesn't make any sense. So moving forward to wide receiver where it's a much more 
interesting conversation, in my opinion. And for me, if we're doing draft, free agency, or both, I am going with both at wide receiver. I want to see the Titans at a wide receiver in the first three rounds of the draft. And I would like to see the Titans add a quality veteran in free agency as well. Now, I don't want to break the bank. It's not a good free agent market for wide receiver. The best wide receiver on the market right now is like Jacoby Myers, which Jacoby Myers is a fine wide receiver, but I'm not paying top of the market prices for wide receiver help when you see all these wide receivers as rookies and early young players coming in and making an impact. Traylon Burks was drafted in the first round. He needs to be your number one wide receiver. That's why you drafted him. And like we see with Jamar Chase with the Bengals, you need to take advantage of having your number one wide receiver be on a rookie contract. So to me, and Sting to Poison just said it, T. Higgins is not a free agent, Sting. That's not correct. He is one more year, but there is speculation that the Bengals may trade him because they got to pay Joe Burrow and pay Jamar Chase. So eventually, the odds are T. Higgins goes elsewhere, but you would have to trade for him right now. The other name that you mentioned, Alan Lazard and Daryl Harrison, shout out to you as well. Those are the two names. Alan Lazard, if the Titans want a bigger wide receiver, and Paris Campbell, if they want a smaller wide receiver with speed. Those are the two wide receivers that I have written down in my notes. So shout out to you, Daryl, and shout out to you, Sting. Um, If the Titans want to get a free agent wide receiver, which I think they need to add a veteran, you could get Paris Campbell for like, $3 million a year. You could probably get Alan Lazard for anywhere from $8 to $10 million a year. But remember, guys, the way that the contracts are going to be structured, they are going to have bonus money, and that is going to keep the salary cap hit lower than it seems if you just look at the deal. So that right there, draft and sign, is my path forward to fixing the wide receiver position at tight end. We talked about Austin Hooper yesterday. The Titans don't have the money to pay a tight end six or seven million dollars. They just don't. And where they just hit on Chig Conquo in the draft in the fifth round, they need to get another young tight end in the draft and revamp that group. So I think that's a draft spot. Offensive line, no surprise to anybody. Draft and free agency. They need to sign one starting offensive lineman in free agency, whether it be at left guard or whether it be at left tackle. And then they need to draft the opposite of that. If they sign a left tackle, then draft a guard. If they sign a guard, then draft a tackle. They have to address the offensive line, both in free agency and in the draft. So it needs to go both ways. Um, T. Rose Slim, Gabe Davis from Buffalo. Got, he's not a free agent. He's not a free agent. So you're talking about trading for a guy. Now you're giving up draft picks. And then because that guy isn't a rookie and he's a couple of years into his rookie contract, you're going to have to give him a contract even sooner. So no, I'm not trading for Gabe Davis. Not doing any move. Brandon Cooks is going to make 18 to $19 million this year. Those just aren't moves the Titans are in a position to make, guys. They're not going to make win-now moves. They're not a win-now team. They need to rebuild this roster with young, cheap players who they can get good value of for the next four years on their rookie contract. So while I do think they need to address the offensive line in free agency and wide receiver, their two biggest needs, they also need to hit in the draft on guys as well. And you can't afford to give big contracts and give draft picks and ruin your assets from both angles to fill these spots. They can't do that with a trade. They need to do it with 
smart free agent deals, and hitting on draft picks. That's how you build a sustainable roster in the NFL. So quarterback, draft or nothing. Running back, draft only. Wide receiver, draft and free agency. Tight end, draft only. O-line, draft and free agency. So that's how I see that. And as we get into our free agency preview here in the coming weeks, we'll get into specific names and specific tiers of players Top tier, middle tier, low tier, who could make sense for the Titans. But we're going to move forward. The Titans are getting a turf field, and I'm already seeing some panic in the comments. So we're going to talk about that decision and how that should help or hurt the Titans going forward. Before we get into it, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode of the Locked On Titans podcast is sponsored by FanDuel. FanDuel is the number one sports book in America And they are the official sports betting partner of not only Locked On, but of the NFL as well. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better because they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. If you download the FanDuel app right now, you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets. Even if your first bet doesn't win, FanDuel lets you bet the spread, money line, over-unders, player props, single-game parlays, all of that stuff. It's absolutely awesome. Uh, FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, it's secure, and again, it's super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Also, want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bars in the galaxy from our friends over at Built Bar. You get the best of both worlds with Built Bar. You get all the health benefits of a protein bar. They're low calorie, low sugar, um, high protein, high fiber, but you get all the taste benefits of a candy bar. They have great flavors. They have the churro. They have the brownie batter. The white chocolate cheesecake is one of my favorites. And all the bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. So go to built.com right now, or you can go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club and pick up a 13 bar variety box of built bars and get something for everybody. Make sure you guys check out the best tasting protein bar in the galaxy. Our friends over at Built Bar. Titans fans, we're going to cap off today's show talking about the Titans' decision to go from a grass field to a turf field, and that's something that they're going to be changing heading into next season. Before we get into that, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year round. But I also want to tell you guys about this awesome thing the Locked On Podcast Network is doing With the Senior Bowl, Locked On is headed to the Senior Bowl. You can get inside analysis from hosts that covered the NFL's next generation in college. Find out which NFL draft boards these players will be climbing all in one location. Go subscribe to the Locked On NFL Draft YouTube channel and podcast feed for a nightly breakdown show from the Senior Bowl Live. It's going to happen Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Also, check out the Locked On NFL podcast channel 
You get your Titans news here with me. Get your national NFL news with Locked On NFL. But breaking down this decision to go to a turf field, guys, I'm not as against it as a lot of you guys are in the comments. And, and here's why. So, yes, the Players Association, the NFL Players Association, say that more injuries happen on turf fields. And there is data out there to prove that that is right. But the NFL countered that with research, saying that that's simply not true. But here's what matters, okay? We can talk about the NFLPA's research. We can talk about the NFL's general research. But what about the actual Tennessee Titans research? Here is the reality. While players do typically get hurt more on turf fields than grass fields, the Titans found that there are more lower body injuries at Nissan Stadium than there are on turf fields that will be like what the Titans are doing with their field. The Titans aren't using the old-fashioned, typical turf field that you guys are thinking about with the black pellets coming up and all that. The Titans are installing cutting-edge technology turf that's only used in three stadiums in the entire NFL. The Cowboys Stadium, the Texans Stadium, and the Rams Stadium. So the Titans aren't using the old-fashioned turf that you guys are talking about. I believe it's called uh, slip foam turf. They're not using that old-school turf that most of this data is based on. They're not. They're going to be using new cutting-edge technology turf that, like I said, is only used in three NFL stadiums right now. So while the data would show that turf is more detrimental to players, what does the data show about just this specific type of technology of turf? That data that people are referencing includes the old style of turf. So to me, it's impossible to say, oh, this research shows this, this research shows this. Well, the research by the Titans actually shows that the Titans' crappy grass is actually less safe than turf. The Titans have the worst grass field in the NFL. And you can blame the organization for not taking care of the grass. You can blame the maintenance crew. You can blame the grounds crew, all that. But the reality is when you're in Nashville, Tennessee, and it's as hot as it is in August and September, and then it's as cold as it is in November and December, it is impossible to maintain a proper grass field. That's the truth. Whether people want to accept that or not, that's the truth. You can't have a great grass field in Tennessee. It's just impossible to do. So the Titans have had more lower body injuries on their grass field than other teams have had with the type of turf that they are installing. So you can do the turf grass argument all you want, but they're not taking into account how terrible the grass was at Nissan. And they're not taking into account the new cutting-edge technology turf that only three stadiums in the NFL have. So any data that you want to reference is not going to be specific enough to the Titans situation to be valid, okay? So any everybody can freak out if they want, but no one is taking into account the individual situation that the Titans are in and the individual situation that the turf that they're using is. Let me tell you this about the turf. This turf is organic. It has coconut and it has cork. The Titans turf has to be watered. This turf has to be watered. It is a cross-section of artificial turf 
an organic field. They have to water this turf field. So don't tell me, you know, all this data about turf and this and that. This is brand new technology. And the turf field has to be watered, guys. It has coconut and cork in it. What what else do I have to say? Okay. Yes, tighten the tiger. You got, All you can do is look at the data from other franchises. And for all you guys freaking out, this turf that the Titans are installing in the field, it's the same turf they use in their indoor facility. And Mike Vrabel himself, Mike Vrabel himself came out today and championed this change. Let me read you this quote from Mike Vrabel, a former NFL player. Quote, there is nothing more important than the health and safety of our players. We've had a lot of issues with the grass at Nissan Stadium after a certain part of the season. Later in the year when the weather changes. It's hard to grow grass. It gets slick. We put new turf down. We try and put new sod down and it's slick. You see guys slipping, which is incredibly true. Those are real things that I've witnessed over my time here. Our grass surface is not on the level of some of the other grass surfaces across the NFL. At the beginning of the year, summer, training camp, early season, I can see it being very consistent. But as the season wears on and the weather changes, there is a notable difference in the performance of the field. We have added this product inside the bubble, and the response has been very positive, very favorable to the surface, uh, to that surface that the new technology continues to come out. Just witnessing our practices on that product, we are excited to add this product to our stadium. Mike Vrabel is a former player. Mike Vrabel is the coach of the team. Do you think that Mike Vrabel would support and champion this decision if he thought that it would create more injuries? And yeah, he's saying all the other players hate the turf. Not this kind of turf. You guys are talking about the black pebble turf where all the black pebbles pop up when people run over it. This is a new style of turf that is organic. The turf has to be watered. It's got coconut and cork in it. It is a mixture of organic surface and artificial turf. So no one really has. a Yeah, Harold Landry got hurt in practice last year on the grass practice field. On the grass practice field. Injuries are going to happen. You guys can't point a specific injury out and be like, oh, that's why turf is bad. That's why grass is bad. Injury People tear their ACL on grass and turf. But this is a response to the injuries that the Titans have had. They said this is the surface that they practice on inside the bubble. The Titans are still going to keep three practice fields with regular grass. But here's another thing that you guys just need to accept. When the new stadium is built, they're going to have turf no matter what. We already know that. So wouldn't it make sense for the Titans to get used to playing on that surface? And with all of the turf, 14 out of 32 teams have grass still. Most weeks, the Titans play on turf. So now it's consistency for the Titans. Okay? Look, I'm not here to tell you guys that this is going to help the injury thing. I'm not here to tell you turf is better than grass. I don't know that stuff. I'm not going to pretend to, but none of you guys know enough to debate that either. All we can do is wait and see. And the reality is everything that you think about turf and all the data that you're going to look at about turf, 
You can't compare it to a good grass field. The Titans had the worst grass field in the NFL. So compare the turf injuries to the Titans' grass field. And as the Titans showed us, the Titans' grass field had more lower body injuries than turf fields around the NFL. So if your grass field is going to be that terrible, then what's the difference? So all I'm saying is keep an open mind. Don't jump to conclusions and consider the individual scenario that the Titans are in, not the general data that's put out there. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, that's going to do it for me today, folks. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to break down the defensive needs and how to address those. That's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.